0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly
1: retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Top Gear for the Super Nintendo.
0: Top Gear was released in Japan in March of 1992, and in North America in April of 1992, and in Europe in November of 1992. Hey, all right. Yes. And uh, first and foremost, this game is not based on the British TV show. Sure, right. Top Gear, which is a uh, show about cars and race cars.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, I thought it was, so. I just assumed it was a similar... Or, th- you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't expecting to see, like, the I don't know, I wasn't expecting a television style story to it, you know?
0: No, but it is funny because uh, this game was developed by the British game studio, Gremlin Graphics. Mm-hmm. So it does have a British connection. Yeah. It was also published by Kimiko, which we've covered before. Yeah, we did what? Deja vu and. They did a few that we've covered. Yes, well... Deja
1: vu, the uh, Spy vs. Spy. Oh, sure. And, you know, uh, a, a future episode I'd like to do on the NES Superman. Yes, they are also responsible for that. A fabulous little curio. <laughs> now, uh, the
0: company Gremlin Graphics Software Limited is uh, fairly interesting. They were formed in uh, 1984, so they go back a ways. Which, and then they were only around until 2000.
1: Right. And what year did Gremlins come out? It's 84, right? Or 83? Um, hold on. Because I heard that one of the programmers got stuck in the chimney on Christmas. and uh, Viewers, <laughs> listeners
0: can't see me, reach into my bag next to me where I actually am pulling out a Kremlin's record and book set. Oh, wow. Uh, I used to have the full collection as a kid. So 1984 is the copyright on this. So, yeah. Mm, cool. Kind mm. of a bizarre. I had that handy there. <laughs> Providence. Uh, I forgot it was in my backpack. I bought it at a uh, bookstore. No, it was a, uh, like a giant vintage swap meet slash, uh, what are those things called? Old things that people buy. Antiques. Antiques. <laughs> Antiques. It's an early record day, guys. Sorry. <laughs> now, uh, if you do get a chance, check out Gremlin Graphics' uh, original logo because it is awesome looking. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful.
1: Very uh, early 80s. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, rainbow
0: background. Rainbow background, some little star gleams on the metal chrome. Wonderful.
1: I also see one in green with a little creepy Gremlin man who looks like he's up to some no good. (laughs) Indeed. Now, Gremlin Graphics actually started as a computer
0: store. Oh, okay. And uh, interestingly enough, they like so many of the British early uh, computer land, the the computers were made to make the games that were on the systems. Mm hmm. So due to, you know, the guys that worked there, friends and whatever, they made enough small games, they ended up building their own publishing company. Right on. I love those kind of stories. It's always great to see them, a small company that isn't a game studio, become one, kind of like HAL Laboratories.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, we saw a lot of that back in the 80s when it didn't require as much time, money or people. You could just a company, you know, like the (laughs) Connecticut leather company could decide to bust out a system or something, you know, get in on that market for sure. Now, uh, one of the interesting things about this
0: game is uh, that it pulls a lot from another series, the Lotus series for the Commodore Amiga. Okay. Did you check into that at all? No. Uh, it's a pretty awesome game, but Gremlin also made that game as well. And the music in this is just straight pulled from the Lotus Esprit Turbo Challenge. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's on the Commodore 64? Yes, Huh. I'm sorry. No, the Commodore Amiga. Oh, you're,
1: yeah, Amiga. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, which was, you know, definitely a step up or two from the 64.
1: Oh, sure. That's a that's a beefy. Yeah,
0: it, it was like arcade level graphics. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And responsible for the editing of uh, many a public access and local commercial <laughs> through the early 90s. All of the fades and wipes built into the video toaster software are burnt into my mind. Oh, okay. Now the Game Top Gear itself ended up having a, a
1: lot of sequels. Yeah, I saw that. There's like at least Top Gear 2 and 3 on, is that, or are they both on Super Nintendo? Yeah,
0: well, it depends on what country you're in because this became very popular in Brazil.
1: Oh, sure. So I bet that's a, a Mega Drive there, right? Or Master uh, System?
0: Let's say yes.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know Sega was more responsive to the Brazilian market. I've...
0: Yeah, and then this was uh, not very often re-released, but it is found on the uh evercade system okay are you familiar with that one
1: i have heard the name but i have never messed with one
0: Uh, they seem pretty interesting they're like a modern console where you can buy carts that have a collection of uh retro games from one specific manufacturer so it's a great way if you want to emulate stuff or play some old games and you don't want to go through all the rigmarole of doing a raspberry pi or dealing with emulators that kind of stuff
1: sure sure
0: and they have a a console version and a, a handheld so And the the cartridges work on both. Oh, cool. It is a pretty cool system all around.
1: Well, Nick, what kind of game is Top Gear? Well, Eric, it is a third-person racing game, kind of in the outrun style you know right and being a racing game there is no jump no sir and uh, the controls are actually pretty easy to deal with uh yeah I, I mean it does allow you to play automatic or manual i played automatic but uh so what a loser i can't <laughs> oh did
0: you go I, manual i did go manual all right okay I, I play manual in most racing games that will allow it oh right on you can you can usually you beat, like, a crappy acceleration by using that manual. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And since I drove a crappy pickup truck that was manual for years, it yeah. burnt into my mind.
1: Yeah, I, I can drive a manual in real life, but I've never, I don't know, I've just never made the jump into the video game formats. All right. Well, it's not a whole lot different in, as far as controls are, are concerned. Right, right. You know, Um. so we've got your standard, your gas, brake, and nitro. Mm-hmm. And you get three nitros per race? Uh, yes. And then, you know,
0: of course, the D-pad is your steering. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you use your L and R buttons to shift gears. Correct. So pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. The, the controller is well made for the, the selections you need to do. Absolutely. Now, what does make this uh, slightly more interesting than just standard racer is you do get to choose the
1: vehicle you drive. Yeah, you have a selection of four different cars you can choose to race. Do they have names? Uh, They do. The manual names them. There is the, I think they're all, they each have a different color, right? And there Mm -hmm. is the Cannibal, starting with that's the red car. Okay. I'm sure it is based on a real car, but I cannot tell you what it is. This is the highest top speed car. So a little tougher difficulty, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It's got the slowest acceleration, low tire grip, and high fuel consumption. Did not use it. Oh, no, me either. <laughs> uh, and what is the next car? The next car is the Razor. It is a purple car. Lower max speed and acceleration. but has a low tire grip, medium fuel consumption. I guess it's like the challenge one. I, I don't know. Uh, I, again, did not use it. Same. And then next is the Sidewinder, uh, which is a white car. I know
0: all about the Sidewinder.
1: Yeah, this one has the lowest top speed, lowest acceleration, but high tire grip and low fuel consumption. Yeah. Which, according again, according to the description in the manual, has the maneuverability of a jet fighter. Oh, wow. I did use this some. I think this was the one I used almost exclusively. I saw it recommended online because I was not good enough to get much out of the other cars. But And the final one, which is a blue car, which is the Weasel. The Weasel. <laughs> That's right. If you're rocking the Wheeze, it's, uh it's got the same top speed as a Razor, so in the middle. uh hmm Decent acceleration. It's got medium, or medium, medium tire grip and fuel consumption. This is what I use the most. It's kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I think I did use this some too. I was kind of back and forth between this and the Sidewinder, mainly out on always looking for that fuel consumption personally.
0: Yeah, it's a beast in this game.
1: Yeah, which I mean, we haven't really mentioned, but this is something that at least personally speaking, I never really played a racing game that had the pit stops in it. Right. Right.
0: Um, I, You know, I've played racing games where you have to, like, run over gas cans or whatever. To yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And then what game did we play where it was like, was that the Ghostbusters game where you have to stop at, like, this exact pixel to refuel at the right place? Uh,
1: yeah, there is some weird business in that, in the, yes, in that game. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, this one has actual pit stops you have to make to regas or fuel up, as I guess normal humans would call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you will not have enough gas to make it through the whole race so you got to get in there and that's you know at some point every car does i tried not to do it on the last lap if at all possible but um
0: right and uh being a, a standard racing game when you are out racing you do have a lot of information for you on the
1: screen oh sure yeah what's weird is that the screen itself is
0: always showing two cars
1: yeah, this is weird because you you have like a kind of designated computer opponent. I'm guessing it's the other best racer. It always seemed to be my greatest rival. Mm-hmm. And it's and we a, should
0: mention that's because this is a two player game.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you've you've just got the split screen all the time, and you know, unlike in Mario Kart where you get a little map or a rear view, here it's just you can see the other screen. What well, you also do have a map? Yes, you do. You have a little a little map on your top left of your your play field. But what the weird part is,
0: is you both have that map.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, but you also, of course, have your um, speed there, the tachometer. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the speedometer. The tachometer is your RPMs, and that is on here as well. Sure, yeah. Uh, very neat, handy if you're using a manual transmission.
1: Right, right.
0: You have the uh, amount of time that you've raced. Most important, you have your fuel gauge. Mm-hmm. You really have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Uh, it yep. tells you w- what rank you're in, you know, what position.
1: Which is out of 20, I believe. There are 20 racers, so. Mm -hmm.
0: And of course, how many Nitros you have remaining. Now, of those 20 racers, now you do have to rank in the top five to continue.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: If you're in sixth place or lower, you're given the message, sorry, you failed to qualify
1: for the next race. Yeah, and you got to do it again. Yeah.
0: Now, and that's just to get you into the next race for that. Each four races is like a special, is a chunk.
1: Yeah. A location, right? It's
0: yeah, a different location. And then each region, I guess, is I think the like official whatever. Sure. And when you qualify for another race, you're given a password. after four races, you have to get in the top three for those four races. That's right. If you are fourth or below, it tells you you have failed to qualify for the next country password. Ooh. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta stay on top of it because even though you can stay in the top five, you know, you really have to be in the top three to
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. On.
0: Yeah. And uh, there's definitely, a, you know, that uh, I'm much more familiar with the uh, Mario Kart shenanigans, but you can play a little bit of this game to, you know, oh, I, if I can just get ahead of him this race and then he does poorly next race, perhaps I'll still bump into the top three. And That saved my butt a few times getting me through. Sure, sure. Now, while you are racing, we did mention there is that pit stop, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because when you pull in, it looks you get a different view of the
1: car. Yeah, you get like the overhead and what do you got? to You press your buttons to fill up as fast as you can. It's always a little nerve wracking. Sure. but Also,
0: uh, nerve wracking is the obstacles on the road.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, you've got lots of signs and other, you know, assorted BS that you want to avoid.
0: Mm -hmm. And I found, though, that, you know, hitting obstacles is still better than going off the road
1: definitely you do not want to go out it's that is not as uh forgiving as some other games <laughs>
0: yeah and, and that goes for cars as well
1: it's easier to bump into a car than it is to go off the road although bumping
0: into cars you bounce around a lot in this game
1: yeah in a, in a weird way and it uh at least for me it was very frustrating because i would frequently just run right into the rear end of another car and watch them speed up faster and be like ah what whose side am i on <laughs> Yeah, you're supposed to go around the other cars. I forgot to tell you that when we started. Oh, that's the trick. That's the trick.
0: And then another cool thing they do is that some of these races take place at night.
1: Yeah, which is fun. It looks cool.
0: It does. It looks really cool. Uh, Technically, I guess it drops the draw distance or the visibility, but not enough to really matter. Right, right. Now, when you start the game up, you are given a good selection of options to choose from.
1: Sure. Uh, Like, uh, you do have three difficulty levels to choose from Mm -hmm. skill level skill levels you might say
0: (laughs) and then depending on what country you're in you can choose between uh, kilometers or miles per hour
1: yeah which is pretty fun
0: kept it in miles because try as i might i still can't wrap my head around standard metric measurements
1: no no i even though we are of the generation that was told that we had to learn them because one day we're gonna switch uh, you know but we never did on the small scale i've really been trying to force myself to use metric.
0: So on the robotics team, I coach on, we run the whole, everything's metric on the robot. So.
1: Oh, sure. Well, I mean, it just makes more sense in almost every imaginable way. (laughs) Indeed.
0: just takes a while to get used to the, I don't know, the inch is like burnt in my mind. Like I can see an inch and I can give you within, you know, a quarter of an inch, a good amount of clarity. It's like, oh, that's six inches long. That's (laughs) sure. Sure. But once I switch to millimeters, it's like, oh no. And then of course you can choose uh, one or two players. And then you can select the, the country, which I don't understand how that works because I never did it. Does it just let you like change the
1: order in which you play the game, or what? Maybe, or maybe it's is it just like a practice thing? Or I, I, I think did, so. I didn't mess if with you're it. You're playing it for the first time. They tell you to select USA. Okay, maybe it is just your starting area. Yeah,
0: I mean, I selected USA
1: because I'm all American. That's right. Number one, USA.
0: Well, Nick, this is, well, a small a small uh game developer and a not very large publisher. So how did this instruction book come out? I think it came
1: out pretty well, sir. Um, it's a black tw- and white. Uh, no, it's full color, baby. Oh, wow. 22 pages, lots of screenshots. I don't think there's any real art except for whatever that dark, that black car is. That's kind of the logo car on the cover. And I believe the box art, but you'll see that on the cover. But... Yes, it uh very much does a does a good job, man. Goes through you know all your various controls, your setups. There's a four page kind of track preview, but it's mostly just pictures. Okay, from various stages, lots of information, you know, about the the four different cars. And you get some tips and stuff like. Well, that's good. One of the hints which uh, I took advantage of is that you know you don't want to rev up at the start, like. You may, say, a Mario Kart or something trying to get some turbo boost because if you rev up too much, you will be penalized with a wheel spin and everyone else just zooms past you. Never
0: good. Now, I did glance at this manual myself, and of course, there are two things I loved about it. Uh, one, I'm sure you can guess, that is the fact that there's a notes section.
1: That's right. And for a game with passwords, that's a, it's a
0: good thing. Always great. But more importantly was the cover or the inside cover um, uh, where there's this great little piece of flavor text. I just want to read where it says... <laughs> gear up and go for it this <laughs> is it the race of your life head to head for the championship of the world and only the hottest driver is going to come out of it winner so read this driver's manual carefully keep it around for future reference because when you're racing for your life the last
1: thing you want to do is get rusty <laughs> I lo- racing for your life man they make it sound like a. <laughs> yeah i was like what game is this is this death race 2000 it's just so intense i cracked up when i read that i love it Really quick aside here. Um, just uh, about two days ago, I watched Death Race Two Thousand uh, with Abby. Oh, okay. Never the saw- original. Yes, never saw it before. Very weird. <laughs> I haven't seen it
0: since I was uh, an early teen.
1: It's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's got a lot of seventies gore, but yeah, I don't know if you recall, all of the shots of the cars driving are sped up, so it acquires a weird Benny Hillish quality oh. to the the slaughter. So it's kind of interesting. Anyways. Well- we talked about doing a
0: an ultra retro month where we do some uh atari games etc
1: yeah yeah maybe maybe that game will will pop on the list oh that'd be fun yeah early controversy (laughs) sure yeah but yeah um so pretty solid manual all around i'd say
0: Nick, what is your previous history with the video game Top Gear and race cars in
1: general? Uh, well, um, I've never played this game before. I definitely remember seeing it in video rental spots. The box cover, you know, was it's is, striking. Yeah. And, you know, quite, you know, it was very familiar. I recognized it right away. But uh, as far as actual race cars go, I have my my father is a mechanic who at some points worked for like a restoration company and stuff. So I got to sit in or be driven around in some like a maserati for a week or a certain car you know what mm-hmm. i mean it was always fun to see when i would rarely get picked up from school and my dad would roll in in some sweet ass like a, a lamborghini or something and i was like mm-hmm, yeah yes now i too have never
0: played this game but uh, i am in the same position we are both uh children of car enthusiasts race car fans mm-hmm. who somehow did not get that gene or interest at all <laughs> Our poor father's disappointed that neither of us care one bit about the vehicles we drive <laughs> it on any level. He's like, sorry, dad. It doesn't turn into a robot. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. So I went to races with my father as a child, you know, when I when I had to. But yeah, uh, he's on the selections committee for the Concourse Elegance, mm, Yeah. In Cincinnati. So I often as a kid would uh, go to it, but also... Via circle host telling people not to touch the cars and i always got the future classic circle so there's always some cool you know racist cars in there i was mainly there for the uh DeLoreans, of course but
1: oh sure yeah
0: yeah but yeah i just think it's funny that uh yeah we're both uh, children of car men but <laughs> in any way no way shape or form are either of us uh car guys on any level it's Like, sorry nerd alert
1: yeah so what was your recent experience with top gear uh, well, sir, I beat this game. Um, it took me four sessions. I tried to beat two locations per session, which is you know, there's four races per location, so you know, not not too bad. It wasn't horrendously difficult. Agreed. I
0: also beat the game in about three sessions. This is not a game you can really cheat in very well.
1: No, yeah. Save state's not really helping you here, you know. Uh, They are
0: good for saving. Like, if you really tank a match, I saved in between races. You know, especially towards the end, I did have to repeat a few races to make sure my rank was good enough to move on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same here. And it was that classic, you know, first two laps or trying to learn the course. So you never do your best the first time through. So being able to come back with no penalty is nice
0: indeed yeah like we said there's no that you can't i guess you could like cheat in the middle of a race but it's just it's it's a pretty quick game so it's hard to you know do anything but race for your life that's right <laughs> while it's happening but uh yeah like i said i beat it as well and uh that's it that's what i did sweet All right, folks this is it the general chat portion of our show and i would just like to start by saying that the music in this game when you can hear it is great
1: agreed it only has like four tracks mm-hmm. but they,
0: apparently stolen from that other game
1: well they're very long too they're like seven or eight minutes i think and i some of the, i was just like this music is crazy i, I love it very you know kind of techno sound and a certain i don't know i i really liked it uh, i'm sure oh, yeah
0: best th- for me that was the the best part of this game was the music i really really enjoyed it
1: i yes i
0: i wholeheartedly agree the hard part is like it it is a pretty intense racing game so you you have to focus hard like you can't really enjoy
1: the music right right yeah and of course it's buried under tire squeals and certain other things as well but uh yeah so definitely worth checking out so you know if you're cleaning up the old house and You've ran out of cartridge commands to listen to fire up some top gear soundtrack and get that job done clean for your life <laughs> <laughs> or die. the last thing the last thing you want to do is get rusty that's
2: right
0: now you know on the other side of the coin i'm a little disappointed how bare bones the game is once you actually start racing you got a great hud you got all that but in between matches or races and everything you get nothing
1: yeah there's no like upgrading your car or anything like that you're just racing through which you know it's I guess it's kind of like, or like Rad Racer was similar in that way, I, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wanted like some little touches, like some podiums. Give me a podium.
1: Yeah, maybe a trophy with a bikini model or something.
0: Anything. It just gives <laughs> you, you know, your rankings. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But like,
1: I want a little flavor in between, you know? I, I see what you're saying. I mean, but I mean, for a hardcore race enthusiast, I just want to get back to the action. Like, I, I'm all about the numbers. But, you know, it's interesting to play. Uh, you know like we said outrun style with that kind of scalar graphics here because it definitely feels fast when you're going like all the the signs and stuff are are whipping by but sometimes you know since there are so many cars on the road and things especially at the start of the race yeah a lot of visual noise up there that's you know since you're only getting half a screen it can be kind of like you really have to kind of develop your skills in like parsing out what's happening (laughs) you know yeah, and that's my other biggest
0: complaint is the fact that you can't unsplit the screen. Because we both didn't mention it, but neither of us played this multiplayer, I'm guessing.
1: Oh, yes, correct.
0: So I, I feel like that's just wasted space. Like, I would rather have had one big screen.
1: Oh, for sure. I, I, I personally was, you know, I was like, is that just asking too much from a Super Nintendo, or you know what I mean? But uh, from a hardware perspective, or I mean, I would settle, you know, if I could exchange the lower, you know, for a one player version, like, A rear view would really be nice.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Or I I would just take that one not being there and drop that top screen to the middle. Oh, yeah. It's got to be like letterboxed. It's just a little distracting to have like another race intensely going on underneath what you're staring at.
1: Well, I, I did kind of cheat in that at certain points, especially when the computer player got ahead of me and I was like following them. So I could like glance down and see, okay, left turn coming up like (laughs) because I could see it on his screen and and be ready to really hit it hard. Now, I will praise the game
0: uh, for the controls. I thought the controls were really tight. I'd never really thought it was like, oh, unfair turning into turns, cornering and stuff like that. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: A lot of times racing games are just I just find them too difficult. You know, when you're at the top speed, it's just you have to be so precise with your turns that one little mistake and you're off the road you've dropped places and uh, it gets very frustrating
1: and you know i, I want to give them a shout out because you do have a selection of four different button layouts you can choose so that's nice yeah and you know i thought that it was very i don't want to say forgiving but i never
0: felt like uh i had to like hit that turn at a very super precise moment
1: yeah i well and i gotta say too like anytime i wrecked or or got slowed down is it, it always felt like it was on me i messed up it wasn't unfair you know yeah i mean
0: the 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 enemy ai the other cars can be a little much sometimes where you're like okay you're all blocking the road like there's no way around you at certain points yeah yeah but if you give it time you just have to you know break a little bit which is like you know a thing i've slowly learned through my life is that yes you're, you're allowed to break in racing games it, it seems counterproductive but it, it truly isn't <laughs> right i mean it's just one of those things where it's so chaotic that when there is a bunch of cars blocking the way it can feel a little tense in ways that you don't want it to
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but overall control wise I really enjoyed it like I thought uh, especially early on that the way they ramp up the difficulty through the races is a really great way of teaching you what your car can do yeah for sure and it gave me a really a false sense of uh of pride I was like, I'm I think I'm pretty good at this game I we'll see how well I do because I was just teared through those first few courses no problem sure sure yeah once you get out of the USA though,
1: ooh. Yes.
0: <laughs> it starts picking up a, a, a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's well, definitely interesting because certain areas, you know, I, I'm trying I'm thinking maybe South America, we start getting the, the off road kind of races and especially when you get hilly ones, because that's a problem, man, because you can't see past the hill, And if it's your first time oh. on the track, you don't you know, you don't know what you're getting into. Like you gotta be ready to, to turn on a dime.
0: Yeah, and I mean, technically, you can use your little mini-map in the corner. Yeah. But it's sense of scale. I never got good enough to be like, oh, you know, I've got X amount of time before that turn's coming up.
1: Well, especially in some of the more intricate maps, like, you know, there's a lot of these quick turns. And, and I, it's just, you don't have enough time to look over there before you're already on top of the next turn, you know? Right.
0: Now, as far as graphics go, they're pretty good the cars themselves all look really good. The problem is with a lot of racing games, just not a lot of variation as far as the cars go.
1: Yeah. It it Mm -hmm. seems like the, like, you know, they give the most attention to the, I guess, first and second player or you and the CPU vehicles. Like the other ones aren't, I don't know. They don't seem, I I could never really tell like, oh, that's a, a razor or a sidewinder. It's just like, nope, it's just a car, you know? But on the other hand, they do a really good job of making the different,
0: countries and tracks feel different and the backgrounds are great
1: yep they look good
0: yeah they do and uh you know whatever graphical tricks they're they're playing with to make things move quickly it does feel very fast
1: yeah yeah I think the only, I guess, kind of minor gripe is that it was definitely a learning experience being like, how close can you get to a car before you actually hit it? Like, the hitboxes were a little, since they're constantly changing size, it's kind of hard yeah. to, to gauge at first. But, I, you know, after a couple couple races, I, you know, you, you get it. You do, especially because the back of their car, in front of your car, it's really, it's
0: almost impossible to tell what that spacing is sometimes
1: yeah yeah but I, I do and i want to give him a special uh shout out too because one of the things i like is that when you pass guys frequently you get these little word bubbles where it's like back off or you know uh oh yeah
0: that is great i did love that
1: you get little like eat my dust or you know things like that that are i don't know it's just kind of a fun little touch
0: it definitely gives uh, some flavor in in places where you're, you know it could have done nothing
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: All right, friends, here we are in the level by level portion of our show. But this game doesn't have levels. It has tracks. That's right. So we're going to be describing each and every turn, <laughs> every single track. So track one, you go left, then right, then right. Now, uh, you know, racing games. There's some generalities we can throw out there for the, you know, the different countries and whatnot. But we're just going to talk in more of a visual and uh, feel kind of way about each track, giving you a little heads up about each one sure sure and if you're like most people you do start in the united states
1: that's right
0: and every country has was it four yes tracks and oddly enough you actually start on the west coast well near the west coast out in vegas
1: that's right man and this is uh only three laps 0.85 kilometers if you will yes right uh and you know it's you know pretty basic first track like you would imagine um not obviously none of these are just like a big circle or oval so you'll have that but you know you, you've still got your turns you got to get used to it
0: you know we didn't really discuss this strategy much during our general chat but you know we do get those nitros you get three per race i don't know about you but i pretty much always saved mine for the last 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 lap
1: yeah or if i you know if there's a a nice straightaway, that because you know these nitros aren't like in some other racing games like they last for a solid I don't know, five, maybe even to 10 seconds. Like, you're really going for a minute, so you want to try to get as much as you can out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I almost exclusively use them on straightaways because uh, it, it does make it a little hard to control some of those mm-hmm. tight
1: turns. It's fun. It feels, you know, it does feel very fast when you're using them, but, you know, typically save it for, the you know, ideally the last lap but or close, you know, and if, I think these early first, these three-lap races, at least if you're using the... uh the sidewinder you can i don't even think you have to pit stop in the first couple no
0: no you don't not at all they are so short yeah yeah uh next up we have los angeles
1: yeah a, a little bit worse uh you know and we're seeing some like rocks and you know deserty kind of backgrounds so so
0: pretty easy the hardest part of that, really of these first four tracks is like it's a lot of slow cars you have to go around
1: yeah and that's where you know getting a feel for their hitbox really helps definitely Next up, we have New York. Yeah, this is a nighttime trek, right?
0: The Big Apple. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. You're first. Not too bad here. It is a little, one thing I do wish or notice is that, you know, you've got a little headlights out on in front of you. Mm-hmm. Enemy cars don't have lights. I wish they kind of did have some lights and stuff to help see them a little better.
0: Agreed. Now, I do love the, the cityscape. Looks great here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think this might be the first course where we start getting some big hills. Sure, sure. And like we said, those hills can be challenging because you just you have no clue. You can't see what's on the other side.
1: Right, right.
0: Uh, following that, the, we have the last American race, San Francisco.
1: Mm-hmm. Grab your race because this is a long race. This is six laps. So, yeah, you're definitely going to need a pit stop here.
0: And I think you're not actually in San Francisco because you can see the city at the distance. But what's also cool is you get to see the bridge.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't think the Super
0: Nintendo could have handled a uh, a race through the city streets of San Fran. <laughs>
1: well, I'm glad, too, because I'm sure it would be hilly as all get out.
0: Now, the other thing about the San Francisco race is uh, you have a new challenge here. It's where you, they start adding the uh, like construction signs on the road.
1: Oh, that, yeah, yeah.
0: That will narrow like one half of it or funnel you towards the middle lane, things like that.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, but those seem to respawn from lap to lap, right? Yeah, because they, they don't stay down. It's not like oh, I cleared them out of the way the first lap and now I can just cruise. You you always have to deal with them. Always. That is a rough one.
0: So uh, once you finish that, you can move on to the next country here in yes. South America. Indeed. We start with Brazil.
1: That's right. We're in Rio. Another six lap race. Yes,
0: it is long. Very long. Yeah. I, I, my goal was like I tried to get second or third. <laughs>
1: Sure, yeah, just get enough. Yeah, it's it's a long one, a lot of a lot of tight turns. So, to, you know, I, I guess save your nitros till the end. Yeah. There's not not a lot of great spots to use them, really. Now,
0: background's pretty cool. Got some mountains back there. See the ocean. Likes a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Machu Picchu.
1: Yes, uh, which is a hilarious idea, this ancient, <laughs> like, r- ruins and stuff. And they're like, we're racing on it. <laughs> right? It's very... Uh... Turny, lots of curves in this one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: It's kind of got like a it's a weird shape.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, and this is where you start really having to be like, there's not really a great place to use a nitro. So you're trying to find like the longest, shallowest turn to be like, all right, I can handle this. Like to use it here to try to get the most out of it. You know?
0: Yeah, for me, it was the straightaway with the the uh, the goal, the the finish line.
1: Yeah, yeah, through there and around
0: the last bend. Uh, After that, you go to Chichin Izra.
1: Yeah, another, uh, you know, ruin.
0: (laughs) It is, but for some reason, this this one is easy, short and easy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's still six laps, but it's a shorter track, so it's not as uh, grueling. Correct. And then our our final race is back to Brazil for the rainforest. That's right. Tearing through the rainforest. (laughs) There's only three laps, but here we're seeing a lot of Save the Trees signs all over.
0: Yes, that lets you know you're near a rainforest backgrounds don't really give you that rainforest feel i'll tell you that much
1: no but you'll have that i guess
0: (laughs) if you manage to
1: score that rank in the top three you can move on to japan that's right and we start off in the capital tokyo with uh the first seven lap race in the game there's some some very
0: small narrow
1: roads in this one yeah yeah which is something that I, i guess we haven't really talked about but you a lot of times you know the The rows get thinner, and you you have a lot less room to maneuver.
0: Now, you do between... uh, I know I ragged on the fact that you don't have, like, a podium or anything, but you do get one uh, graphic when you go between countries.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got your guy with your little bottle of champagne.
1: Oh, right, yeah.
0: So they do give you a little something.
1: Little something, something.
0: And then that little dopamine rush every race, telling me I'm doing, I'm a good boy, and I, (laughs) I rank somewhere.
1: I'm pounding champagne all the time. All the time.
0: Now, uh... Tokyo looks good in the background. Mm-hmm. Not too different from New York, you know, but different in some ways. I think more billboards is the is the key.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah.
0: But like you said, long race. Yeah,
1: yeah, a big seven-lapper.
0: But once you're done with that race, well, then you get to move on to Hiroshima.
1: <laughs> yeah. So no mushroom clouds here. They're fully recovered. This is a mere five-lap race. Yes, uh, but I will say
0: these backgrounds, I'm loving it. Is this the one that's
1: got the sunset? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. The sunrise. This is Japan. That's right. The sunrise. But it looks good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, all the backgrounds do, let's be honest. But uh, I was being honest. Well, I expect the best from you. (laughs) I would Uh, expect no less. That's what I meant to say.
0: So once you've uh, won in Hiroshima, you move on to Yokohama. And it's a short one.
1: Yeah, it's a quick one. I don't even know that. Is this another one you don't need to? I don't think you
0: need to pit stop. No. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this is a fun one. I could see this, you know, again, I use the Sidewinder, but if you're using, say, the Cannibal or one of the faster cars, this is one of the ones that you might really be able to get going. Yeah. So enjoy it. It's a nice little refreshing break before you get to the final Japanese track in Kyoto, which is a seven lap behemoth. yeah. And it's kind of a boring background, like a forest,
0: some Japanese-ish looking houses and whatnot.
1: Sure, and this, this is a, a little difficulty spike here. This is the first where it was like, ugh, like I'm having a tough time. Yeah, especially
0: because getting into that, the turn before that pit stop is really harsh. Yeah, yeah. So, watch out.
1: Then, after but- clearing this uh, member of the Axis Powers, we'll move on to another in Germany.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, beginning in Munich.
1: Yeah. Another big un. That's right, seven laps, uh... Kind of grueling. Not as bad as Kyoto, I don't think, but... Now strap on your leader, hosen and get driving, folks. <laughs> I, and, you know, I got to say that regardless of their relative difficulty, for some reason, you know... Aside from my lack of track knowledge heading into a new area. But it was always the first of the four locations I would like lose the first time every time. (laughs) I don't know if it's just getting used to the different uh, scenery and stuff so that I'm not wasting time staring at it or something. But it it always got me.
0: You got some decent scenery here. Uh, Background is like a lake, river. Maybe it's a, what's the big river in Germany? What, the Rhine? Rhine?
1: The Rhine? Maybe it's it's the Rhine. Maybe. Who knows? Well, if we're in Munich, that would be, maybe it's the Danube. German
0: fans, let us know <laughs> how, how ignorant and American we sound uh, when talking about your country. That's right. Uh, once you have finished the grueling Munich race, you get to move on to Cologne. Super curvy, but only three laps. Thank you.
1: Yes, this feels, it's not exactly an easy track, but it feels like a, a real break after the past two. Definitely.
0: Uh, And this one is a fun track where it becomes night as you play.
1: Yeah, which is really fun.
0: Yeah. Other than that, it is a racetrack.
1: That's right. And then we move on to the Black Forest. Hey, you you get
0: some new trees here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've never been to the Black Forest, but I do enjoy their ham. So, Mm, yes. Other than that, you know. Well, this is a tricky because it's six laps, but this is one where it's got, uh, you know, we're getting a little more hilly and uh, the if i remember right this is where the pit stops like on right on top of a hill and it's easy yeah. to miss and if you, you know if you screw up and run out of gas it's over so turns out the hills
0: are alive with the sound of pit <laughs> stops
1: that's right alvida zane
0: backgrounds always looking good you got these new trees you got some great mountains little snowy mountains in the background forest covered it's great stuff it is great stuff uh you beat the black forest and you move on to
1: frankfurt oh a grueling eight laps
0: yeah, and it's a weird dichotomy because it is a long, long race, but the track itself is a, is is there's no like crazy turn. It's like one hard turn, but otherwise yeah.
1: it's pretty light. It is. Uh, yeah, it can be intimidating at first, but uh, you've got the skills. You can get through this. You can.
0: And once you're done, you can leave Germany and head on to Scandinavia.
1: Yeah. So we're starting off in Stockholm, Sweden, which is a snowy uh-huh. track. It's only three laps.
0: It is. I hear that it's not a lot of fun, but after you play it for a while, you start to love it.
1: Mm, well, I, yeah, it's it's tricky with the, you know, with again, with the snow, but.
0: Yes, uh, it doesn't make the, the track like slipperier, though, or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I don't and know. It, this is the first time in a while
0: you get some really wide tracks.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Again, it's, it feels good to be on
0: like a five lane road after some of these really tight ones. Amen, bro. Next up, you make your way to Copenhagen.
1: Mm -hmm. another
0: three lap track love it but it's it's hard though because everyone's moving so fast
1: yeah yeah i mean luckily got some wide roads so you have that going for you but not too bad Mm -mm. and everything is snowy of course
0: nice nice buildings in the background
1: yeah and then we move uh on to helsinki in finland another three lapper again pretty chill i feel like these tracks this one's even easier than before the other ones it's that
0: laid back uh you know, Norwegian kind of lifestyle. Now, is this the one that has like the sun coming up over the mountains?
1: Maybe. I I mean, I'm not sure. I, I, you know, I must confess. All these snowy,
0: snowy tracks do blend, blend. uh,
1: Yes, the Scandinavians, because they're all, you know, Here's a spoiler for our next location in Oslo, Norway. They're all three laps and they're all pretty easy. So this was one where you can just kind of tear through.
0: Yeah, and you can just tear right through Oslo. Get out of there. You need to get on to another european country
1: that's right the country of france which is for my money the hardest location in the game
0: well especially right off the bat you are in paris
1: yes which is a it's only three laps but it's a very zigzaggy turny. like you're it's a tough place to find a good spot for the nitro
0: very much so this is like it's such a hard track because you want to break hard on so many of these turns but if you do people fly right by you
1: yeah uh, another, you know, it's a, a, a location where if I had that rear view below, so you could kind of aim yourself to get bumped, you know? Yeah, I, this was another one where I was not gunning for first place. <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, just get me through. I, three, three is good enough for me. That's what I, That was my motto. Three for me, yes. And Which we want to keep in mind, our second race is in Nice. This is another seven lap track. Uh, see, I was going to say it's not a nice place, but you're right, it's
0: not. It's Nice. <laughs> and it is uh the track itself is not too hard it's just
1: long yeah it really it really gets you going <laughs> <whatever>. it does <laughs> <laughs> however you know the next track bordeaux is similar but even worse it only has six laps but this is a, a tough one man a lot of a lot of sharp turn uh, i gotta
0: say uh backgrounds in france pretty generic yeah i just look like a temperate european
1: you er, er, you know it's
0: lots of green every once in a while there's some mountains in the background and that's about it Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing really cool. I think they do try to like throwing some uh like grape bushes or something at some point, but nothing yeah. enough to where I'm like, what is this? It just looked kinda weird. Some grapevines.
1: Yeah. And then Yeah,
0: that's what they are. Vines.
1: There <laughs> <laughs> are bushes, you know, depending on how you wanna <laughs> this is yeah. So you battle your way through it and then you're on to finally a little bit of a break in Monaco, which is the so... racing city. Yeah, but it's technically not in France, but it's close enough, I guess which yeah. it's only three laps. It feels like, you know, it's, I wouldn't say is exactly easy, but it feels that way after the previous, uh, the French mistakes we had to deal with. Indeed.
0: You finish up in Monaco and you're out of there. You're on to Italy. Grab a bowl of pasta. That's start right. out in Pisa.
1: Pisa, yes. The Leaning Tower. It's uh, there. It's uh, so
0: in yeah. the background. They couldn't have you go to Pisa without that Leaning Tower popping up.
1: No, yes. That's, you know, and you can ramp off of it no I, it should be fun but you can't uh, this is a super easy track uh again perhaps relatively but it sure feels that way
0: and especially after some of those harder tracks in france
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we move on to rome which is a six lapper mm-hmm. but again not too bad i feel like again coming after the the french tracks makes this stuff seem easier than it maybe truly is
0: and you know here's the thing italy has some really uh notable landmarks so of course Background's a little more fun because they make sure they throw those in to the skyline. Sure. Yeah. This is where the Roman Colosseum is. Yeah. And then yeah, you beat that, you move on to Sicily, another three-lapper that's fairly easy.
1: Yeah, not not too
0: tough, to be honest. Uh, and you got like a amazing uh, nitro spot in this one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this is a sundown level as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now is this the one that has the cactuses in it? Uh, maybe I don't think it should. Right? There's no cactus. Maybe there are. I don't know. <laughs> I never thought about it, but I was just assumed that there was only cactuses in like Americas.
0: Yeah, I but I no. didn't
1: think twice about it, but I do
0: remember. I was like, ah, interesting. <laughs> but uh, as far as that's concerned, you know, they're not in the road, so not a big deal. It's fairly, fairly, fairly simple race. Sure,
1: I'm you know similar to the next place in Florence. Ah, uh, yes, Florence. Forenze. yeah another pretty chill track uh three laps again are they're all through no rome isn't but you know a lot of three lappers here in in italy so
0: what makes this track i guess interesting is it
1: starts at night or dawn yeah yeah it,
0: it, it the sun comes up and i gotta say the background on this one really good they really knocked it out of the park that city looks dense and fun yeah yeah and then you're done with france
1: or you mean italy or italy we're done with it. Well, we're done with France and Italy. That's that true. That's technically the truth. We are done with France and we will move on to the United Kingdom. That's right. Starting in jolly old London, Yeah, which is a rough one, man. This is eight laps.
0: Eight, eight laps.
1: So it's, it's a ugh. weird
0: mixed bag though. Cause you know, lots of straightaways. The tur- so there's some hard turns, but the real problem is you just got to figure out the pit stops are killer in this.
1: Yeah. And you're going to, you're, Going to need at least one generally. So, yeah, I would always try to like either in the third or second to last lap. You know, that's when you want to fill up as best you can. And then just try to hopefully you still have all your nitros left and try to blast it out in the end. You finish there and you can move on to uh, Sheffield, England. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Little three lap course. This one is pretty simple, I think. One or two tricky turns. But other than that, nothing too crazy.
0: And as far as the background goes pretty boring yeah, just a yeah. kind of generic litigating city and a lot of green yeah you know they can't all be winners <laughs> like the next one,
1: ooh Loch Ness in that's Scotland. that's right
0: heading to Scotland looking for that monster yeah and it's there it's in the background you look closely <laughs> it is in the lake watch out
1: yeah don't keep away from that lake or it will bite you I wish <laughs> now this race is short but it is tough yeah it is only three laps but There's a a couple, you know, tricky turns, so don't be shy on that break. Not a lot of good places for nitros.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's all right. You're done here. You can move on to the final race track. (laughs) Strange pick for the the last one. Yeah, yeah. You are now going to uh, commune with the Elder Gods (laughs) and race on the UNESCO World Heritage Site that is... (laughs) stonehenge
1: that's right awesome and i guess you know we've been to machu picchu and chichen itza so yeah why not you know (laughs) let's destroy another ancient rally (laughs) and this is a four-lap race but it's really easy i thought (laughs) and so generic looking like it was do you
0: even see stonehenge in this i can't even remember i i don't remember i just remember a lot of green yeah it's just so green and it's weird because like You're kind of off road, but on the road of time. So there's no road markings, but it doesn't really change anything. Like, it seems like a pretty lackluster final uh, race, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I think London should have been last. Yeah, yeah. Instead of this. But, you know, persevere, use those nitros wisely, and you've done it. You've become the world champion racer. Yes. The top
1: gear, as some would call it. (laughs) You've raced for your life. And you've won. You get to sit back and relax while the other 19 racers are all executed. Uh, you do get a world ranking because at the beginning you do get to put in your
0: name which is fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it shows you how many points you got for across the entire series and then you're treated to the same graphic of the guy holding the champagne not even a new one it tells you congratulations on completing top gear you think he's
1: been taking that same bottle (laughs) all around the world
0: (laughs) i think so so congratulations on completing it Not winning just completing
1: that is right
0: Here we are in the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System with four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Which, Nick, I gave it a 3.5. Hey, me too. It looks really good, but what knocks it over, the 3.0, is that sound. It's, that music
1: is just killer. It's it's a lot of fun, and to this game's credit, it feels and especially looks like you're moving really fast. But not in a way that's, like, impossible. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Following that is Play Control. And I gave it a
1: 4.0. Okay, I went with another... I, or actually, I gave it a 3.0, but... I mean there's no real complaints here. Uh it I move every way I need to. It wasn't
0: hard to shift. Uh my only complaints are things that like aren't really even controls. I don't know why I wrote it down. I just I wish there was a little more to do while racing, like drafting a little bit or something, or yeah the pumps yeah. work differently, but that has really nothing to do with the play control. I mean what they gave me I could use to complete the game. Yeah, and of course, you know, you get your choosable button layouts. Always a huge plus next up is challenge factor Ooh, i went with a 2.5 i went 3.0 um it was kind of hard to tell because it does get hard but you do have that password
1: yeah it's and i mean it's a, a strange mixed bag of difficulty as far as the tracks go because they don't yeah. just uniformly get harder as the game goes mm-hmm. and of course you know i'm sure they're all much easier if you play them multiple times you know, the track knowledge is priceless right
0: more than once And finally, we have theme and fun. I gave this a 3.0. I went 2.5. Okay. But uh, for me, the reason we didn't go any higher was just that it's a little too repetitive. The the core mechanics are great, but you're not doing anything different three hours into the game than you did the first hour in the game.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think also it's, uh, you know, as we mentioned before, we're not necessarily car guys. So I think, you know... (laughs) For the right person, this might be more specifically where they're like, "I just want a straight up racing game with none of this turtle Hoobla. shells or hoo ha, yeah, none of this stuff." And you know, I think it's a it's a solid racer. I had a, a pretty good time doing it. Although, again, I wasn't, I don't, I couldn't see myself playing this game for like two hours straight. But yeah, it's a fun little for what it is, you know.
0: Uh, you know, I agree. I think we both fall into the camp that if we're gonna play a racing game, we'd rather be able to shoot things while we race, <laughs>
1: yeah, or do flips
0: yeah. or something stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know that's just how lame we are but i i think it does do its job very well
1: yeah i agree i think it you know and i had a little trouble because you know as you may know i at least in a lot of the later cart type games i like to be a bigger cart and bang other mm, yeah. racers around can't really do that here so it, yeah, i really had I to know. unlearn that
2: <laughs>
1: so i ask you nick as i do at the end of every show should you play this game i i would say so if you're if you're a fan of just racing games in general especially the you know this third person outrun style it's a a very solid you know representation of of the genre
0: yeah if you like racing games or you like sick amiga soundtracks either Mm. one you'll enjoy this game i think so it's definitely worth giving it a try
1: yeah it's you know enough to make me curious about further entries in the series
0: Next week's game is Tracks for the Game Boy. So find a copy of it any way you can.
1: Grab your Game Boy and play along, friends. That's right. And if you want to let us know, are you racer enough to use the cannibal in Top Gear? Or you know, you have any other racing games you'd like to let us know? This was an uh, audience request from friend of the show Chad. So uh, I'd like to longtime thank- friend. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's been there with us uh, close to the beginning. Sure, yeah, and if anyone else wants to hear more racing games or any other type of games in particular, let us know at, yeah, we, Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. At where, where at, can they find it? Oh, at cartridge at
0: gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook as cartridge command or on the Twitterverse at cart command. Who knows? We might post something there. We do very rarely, but we're trying to get better. <laughs> it's a new year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't discussed it, but Nick's made a big move. That's We're right. a lot closer. Uh, you know, we had to take a little time off as things got recombobulated. But, uh, you know, from the ashes uh, of some time off, cartridge commands only going to grow stronger in 2023. That's right. So, you know, we're not done. Not by a long shot. That's right. We are racing for our lives. For our lives. We don't want things to get rusty. So we're going <laughs> to no. try to keep things going. We got tracks coming up. But, you know, it's those guys and gals that give to us at Patreon.com slash cartridge command that make this show possible uh yeah yeah truly the nitros in our tank indeed without you guys we wouldn't have the funds to cover our hosting fees any equipment problems we have uh you know all the little things you don't think about we truly do appreciate it even a dollar you know if you can give it we'll take it
2: yeah we like it
1: all just last week you know i've started a new job and while i'm still eagerly awaiting my first check i was able to buy some food with funds from our very own patreon so
0: thank you very much indeed so thank you guys and gals so very much we do appreciate every single one of you and you know going into the new year there'll be a lot more cartridge command so hold on tight yeah we don't want you to get rusty either no no (laughs) thank you all so very very much yes and as always cartridge commandos
2: Game game on
0: Game,
2: Game on. on. do? Okay.